What's up, everybody? I'm author Janine Mack, and I'm your host of the Janine Unscripted Podcast. And I'm an author, speaker, business owner, mother, friend, lover, and my goal is to share with you every week about what to do when your life becomes unscripted. I hope this podcast adds value to your life, and if so, please invite your family and friends to join us every week for the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Well, today's podcast is about, are you ready for love? I know many times we say we want to be in a relationship and that we're tired of being single or tired of being alone, but there's some requirements for being ready for love. So let's tune in right now and see if we're ready for love. Let's take a quick break and have a word from our sponsor. All right, we are back. So again, our topic today is, are you ready for love? So are you, are you ready for love? Are you really ready? And so, In order to find out if you're ready for love, there's some prerequisites. There's some things, some bases that we need to cover. And I'm gonna ask you these questions and you just go over them in your mind. See if you have an answer for yes in all of these four questions. And then you can see for sure if you're truly ready for love. All right, so let's get into it. Question number one, have you healed from your past? Okay, have you healed from your past? And, you know, healing takes time. Some people don't give themselves time to heal from the past. They just jump right into the next relationship. So that's not showing that you're healed. That's showing that you're on the rebound or you're you're in escape mode, trying to escape from doing the work of healing. Okay, by just jumping into the arms of another person. And that's not fair to that person because that person is looking at you thinking that you are ready for them to love you and for you to love them back when you're not. And so all you're doing is comparing this new person to the last person, okay? And that's not cool either. They're not expecting to be compared to someone else when they're giving themselves 100% to you. Also, when you don't heal, especially if it was a negative situation where you were done wrong in that past relationship, you're probably still angry and everything your new person does, you're going to respond to it in an angry way because you haven't gotten over the anger of what happened to you. Also, when you don't heal, you have your walls up. Okay. Your walls up. And if your walls are up, you're looking, you're having your walls up because you feel like your walls will protect you from any more hurt and pain, but your walls are also closing yourself in from being able to receive love and care from someone new. So healing is an important part in our journey. I can speak to this um, for myself after being divorced, you know, it takes time to heal from the pain of your dreams being shattered and those dreams being you're supposed to have your happily ever after with this person. 
And that doesn't happen. So when that doesn't happen, it's like, what do you do? You have to figure out how to start your whole life in a new way. And if, and if you're like me and you had children, then your children are starting a new routine. And so all of these uh, things that are coming into play and they're hitting you really fast, sometimes you don't slow down to say, wait a minute, I need to stop and allow myself time to process what just happened, why it happened, how it happened, and and start to heal from that, pick up those pieces. So we can't we can't skip over the healing process. That's so important. And as much as others will benefit from our healing, we have to look at we will benefit the most from our healing. So please take your time to heal. Take your time to really process everything that has happened um, to your heart, um, to your mind, to your spirit. And, you know, healing sometimes takes going to see a counselor or, you know, talking those feelings out with a close friend or family member, um, writing those things out, which is my choice of um, part of my healing process was to write down those thoughts and those feelings. And, you know, so it's different methods you can use to heal, you know, read some books. If you're a spiritual person, you know, to incorporate prayer and meditation, um, also positive affirmations about yourself. So use all these tools to help yourself heal, which is going to segue me into my next question is, have you learned the lessons from your past relationship mistakes? Okay, it's one thing to go through something is one and it's another thing to go through something and learn the lesson. And a lot of times the way you can tell if you learn a lesson or not, if you keep repeating the same relationship cycles, it's like you're dating or marrying or getting engaged to the same person just with a different name and a different face. So that means you're picking the same because you're thinking the same. And so how you view it is how you do it. I heard that quote some years ago and that never left me. How you view it is how you do it. And the only way you're going to change your view is if you change your thought process. Okay. So some women, they always end up being with a physically abusive man. Or some men always end up with a verbally abusive woman. Some of us end up with someone who is bad financially and brings us to financial and credit ruin, okay? Because we're trying to save that person. Or if they just need some help where you end up being the help and they suck the, the financial life out of you, okay? Some of us keep getting in relationships with people who cheat. Why? How? What is it about you that keeps drawing cheaters, unfaithful people, okay? So... If you don't understand about your energy and if you don't understand what's happening, why you keep um, going through the same relationship cycles, you haven't learned your lesson and you're not ready. Okay. You're not ready. You're not ready for love. Right. We have to, we have to take in consideration. You just have to stop yourself and say, you know what? How did I get into this again? How am I 
being hurt again? How am I being cheated on again? How is my credit? How am I co-signing for somebody and, and they ruining my credit again? How am I being beat or hit or verbally abused again? What is it about me that I'm giving off where, you know, another person, our relationship start off good and then they take these this route? You know, what is it? Or am I that person that keeps cheating on someone? How come I cannot be faithful when I when I want to be faithful? How is it that I keep lying in relationships? How is it that I keep being financially broke and going in financial ruins and I got to have somebody save me, right? So you have to learn those uh, negative um, lessons so that you can flip them to a positive so that you stop repeating them. Okay, because continuing to repeat the same relationship cycles, you know, keep well, let me say this to keep doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome, you know, is the definition of insanity. So you can't keep picking the same type of person, you know, whether that's you're you're picking that person based on looks or you're picking that person based on wealth or status you know, or how it can be a benefit to you on the surface, but then they're just a monster under the surface. And so you keep getting into negative relationships, but until you learn why that keeps happening, and sometimes we can't see why that keeps happening because we live our lives sometimes in blind spots and then we don't see it until after the fact. So it's like 2020 vision after the fact. So you know, that's, if you are one that keeps repeating the same relationship cycles, that means you need advice and wisdom from other people that have your best interests in mind that can look from the outside in and see why you keep picking certain people. Maybe you're picking that person out of low self-esteem, right? You might be picking them out of having a low self-esteem. Maybe you're picking that person out of you know, you have a need to control. So you pick people that you can very easily control because they have a low self-esteem. Maybe you pick someone because you're a manipulator and you like to have someone to manipulate and play games with, okay? Maybe you're a narcissist. And so narcissists pick certain personality type people. Maybe you have been subjected to narcissism. Okay, so there's some self-work that you got to do, just like we talked about in that healing process. And number one, there's some self-work that you have to do so that one, your mindset will shift. And then once your thoughts shift, your choosing process will shift as well. All right. So we got to learn from those mistakes before we move on to to, you know, try to love and, and be in a relationship with somebody new. The third thing is. It to know if you're ready for love or not. Um, have you made room in your life for another person? Okay. And what do I mean by made room? Like not in your home that they're going to move in with you, but have you made room? Have you made space? Have you cleared your airspace as far as your time? Some of us are so busy. We really don't have the time for a relationship. But we want to be in a relationship, but we don't want to give that person no time. Or we want to give them five minutes here, 
we want to give them 10 minutes here. Okay, we, they give them their one day of the week, but and then we are ghosting them the rest of the time. Really? Really? Is that what we're doing? Okay, so if you are too busy in your life right now, you are not ready for love because you have not made room, you have not freed up your schedule. Being in a quality relationship takes time. It takes effort, okay? And the only way you can put in effort is if you have made time, okay? And in all fairness to that other person, you know, that's not fair to them when they are expecting a full-time and effort from you. Okay. So if you're in that stage of your life and that's fine, if you're in that stage of your life where you are super busy because you grinding, you got financial goals or you're in school full time, you work full time, you have your full time or part time parent. So you're trying to co-parent. So you got the kids and they got practice and they got to get picked up from school and they have homework to do. So that means you got homework to do after work. Those are life things and those things are going to happen. But that's where you have to be realistic with yourself so that you can be realistic and honest with someone else. You're like, I, I just really don't have time to nurture, to put in the effort to nurture your heart and for you allowed to allow uh, me to, to allow yourself to nurture me. And so, you know, I used to tell a joke when I was so busy, I would say, you know, I want a full-time commitment part of the time. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. (laughs) But a lot of times, unspokenly and unknowingly, we do this. We do this to another person. And then we get, we get confused why they, uh, why they want to break up and they're upset because they're like, you don't spend time with me. You don't like me or love me. What are we doing? I was like, well, baby, you know, I'm busy. You know, I'm trying to do this. You know, you know, I got to co-parent you know I I got homework because I'm in school I'm trying to level up in my career okay well well, guess what holler at me in a different season when you're in a different chapter I appreciate your grind I appreciate it come up I appreciate you being a a, um, present parent but right now the relationship thing to try to have a romantic relationship thing is not on your list of priorities because you have other priorities. So you have to make room of time. Also, have you made room in your heart? Okay. Or is your heart still cluttered from wounds from the past where we haven't taken care of that healing process? Is your heart cluttered? Is your, you have walls up because we haven't learned those lessons. Okay. Have you made room in your heart for love? Or is it only room in your heart for hate? Because you hate that other person, the last person that hurt hurt you. Are you still wounded? Are you still worried? You know, all of these things, you have trouble in your heart. So it's no room for love to be able to come in for you to receive it. And there's no room for love to be created inside of you to be able to give it, okay? So you have to make room in your heart. Is there room in your mind? Or is your mind too busy with the thoughts and cares of your life, of the world, things going on around you? You know, sometimes our minds are just so busy. We, we, we haven't given our minds a time and a space to rest. Okay. So when you're going to be in a relationship with someone, they, they want to make sure that, that you have them on your mind, you know? Or, or are you just in that kind of space, headspace right now? You're like, I cannot add another thing to my plate. 
okay? I don't have time to think about somebody's feelings, bump them. I don't have time to be considering what somebody else want to do because I got to be at ABC at this such a time, okay? So you have to free up your mind. You have to, is your mind space clear to be, to be creative and think of creative dates, right? Or does that other person have to plan everything, you know, every kind of date and outing because there is no space in your mind for you to be creative and think of these things. Okay. That gets old quick. If someone has to continue, think of and be creative for your dates, then why do they need you? They can just go on these excursions by themselves. Okay. Have you made room financially? Well, guess what? Love ain't free. Okay. Hey, love ain't free. Okay. So when you can love someone, but then your expression of that love, sometimes it has a price tag attached to it. Sometimes you may want to buy jewelry for that person to express your love. You may want to buy an outfit to express your love. You may want to go on trips to express your love, to spend time with this person. But are you in a financial space to do that? If you are not, that's okay. If you're on your way, but that means you need to wait so that you don't put yourself and another person that you are trying to be in a relationship in a financial hardship situation where you're like, okay, well, I pay for this this time. And can you pay this time? I'm a little short. You know what I mean? Like, that's not cute. It's one thing if you're in that place in your relationship where you eat, share, you know, what you're going to pay for and things you're going to do. But it shouldn't be a situation where because you don't have any money um, and that you're short or you have you're over obligated financially that it's like, all right, shawty, it's on you. Or you, if you're a woman looking to the man, oh, he got to pay for everything 100 percent of the time because you have no credit. Your credit is busted. Your finances are in shambles. So that person has now become uh, a.k.a. parent to you instead of your man, you know, or instead of your woman, you know, you're looking to them to save you financially. So that's not OK. That is not okay. And even if it as cute at the beginning of a relationship, it's not something that's going to stick and last because nobody wants to feel like they are an ATM for a full grown adult, right? No one is, should be your ATM. All right. Get your finances in order, you know, so that you can be an interdependent with the person that you want to be with. And, and, and here's the thing, you always got to see yourself as adding value, not subtracting value. Like who wants to be with someone that cannot add value in any way, shape or form. Okay. So, you know, or you're just sucking that person dry or they're sucking you dry, you know? Okay. And another area that you need to make room Um, So we talked about making room in your time and your schedule, making room in your heart, making room in your mind, making room financially, but also have you made room spiritually for this individual? And a lot of times we, when we say spiritually, sometimes we think of, you know, uh, Christianity or a certain religion and that certain, you know, a certain, you know, religious beliefs that certainly plays a part. But what I mean is, you know, are you light? 
Okay. Do you have heaviness like your energy levels? Okay. Physical energy and emotional energy, spiritual energy. Is that burdened down or do people feel encouraged? Do they feel love, happiness, joy radiating out of you? Okay. So if you don't have that radiating out of you, then you're not ready for love right now. Because if you're looking for another person to provide that energy to you, then what are you going to be giving them in return? So if you're coming to someone full of negativity, you know, full of, you know, like this dark cloud over you, and then they're, they're, you're attracted to them because they're like a ray of sunshine and positivity and happiness and peace and joy and love. And you get that, oh, I want that person so they can make me happy. Really? really no 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 so they're gonna swap energy with you and now they're gonna become you know that like pig pen on peanuts you know how he just has that dirt cloud around him then that person is gonna have that that negative cloud on them and you're gonna be happy but they're not gonna be happy because you had no happiness and joy to exchange with them so in your spirit in our spirits, we have to have that happiness, that joy, that place of peace. You know, we have to have that peace inside of ourselves to be able to share with someone else, right? Share. And that's a part of what, you know, the, the terminology being equally yoked or being equally matched with someone or matching energy, however you want to phrase it, whatever phraseology you choose to use. But what happens is we look for someone to fill in those holes where that are empty inside of us. Well, guess what? When someone is filling into you and you're not filling in back to them, then they're becoming empty. And that's not how a relationship goes. And that's why it crashes and burns. So it has to be an even exchange of feeling. That's that, And the only way you're going to keep being filled to be able to exchange with, with someone else is that you know the source in which you are being filled, okay? And that source may be several different factors. It could be your religious practices, you know, prayer, meditation, worship, studying, you know, religious material. It could be, that could be your source of your peace and your joy. You know, your, your source could be, um, sitting on the beach and just, you know, observing nature, you know, on a nature path that brings you peace, you know? So you need to find out the source of how you gain peace, how you gain happiness, how you gain oneness with yourself, how you, and are those things sustainable so that when you are ready to love someone that you have something to share in exchange, you know, swapping peace for peace, love for love, joy for joy. Okay. Not joy for sadness. <laughs> and that's not to say you're going to, you know, not have times when you're not feeling that way, but when you have your source of where you gain that light and that joy and that peace and that happiness and that love from, you'll constantly be plugged into that source to be able to have that beautiful, even exchange with um, your new person. Okay. And fourth and finally, to know if you are ready for love, are you actively looking? Okay. <laughs> and that might sound so trivial, like, duh, but a lot of people say they want to be in a relationship but then they're putting, they are not putting themselves out there to be found or to seek, 
you know, people, a person for that relationship. You know, um, I know we're just coming out of a pandemic and stuff like that. But even before the pandemic, I would hear single women say, oh, well, I just I'm just home Netflix and chilling. But I want I'm I'm sad. I'm lonely that I don't have a boyfriend. Well, how that how's that boyfriend supposed to find you if you're at home? He don't know where you live. You know, if the man did show up to your door, knock on your door and say, I'm looking for a girlfriend. You're going to think he's some kind of stark or weirdo. So you're not going to let him in. You're not going to give him the time of day. You're probably going to call the popo, you know, so you can't do that. You can't do that. If you are saying that you're ready for love, you have to be actively looking for it. You know, he who seeks finds, she who seeks finds. Um, she who puts herself in settings where she can be found gets found. It's just that simple. He, he, he who puts himself in settings to look and to be found will get found, you know? So now that we're on this side of, um, the pandemic, you know, being sustained or being over is it's time to start getting back out there and, looking for the person that you are saying you want to be with, right? So that may be going out to eat at a restaurant, even if you're by yourself. Yes, I have done that. Still do it. Will do it. Don't care. Okay. I'm positioning myself and I'm not talking about Burger King. I said a restaurant, not a workaround. Okay. I'm not talking about fast food joints, you know, but if that's the kind of man you want to, Hey, knock yourself out. You know, if that's the kind of woman you want, Hey, knock yourself out, but position yourself to be found or to look for the kind of person that you're looking for. And that person, you have to be strategic. Okay. So if you're looking for someone who's in your same career field, um, you are same educational background, you know, maybe you need to be involved, involved in groups like alumni groups for different colleges, maybe the college you went to, or if it's for career networking events, you know, work conferences, that are held different places. Okay. I know we've been on zoom calls and stuff like that, but you know, most of us are, you know, going back to the office or going back to work. And a lot of times that's how we meet people in our same profession is through our job and through those job related resources. Okay. Or it's time to, you know, to start back having girls night out. Okay. So grab your girls, you know, and go out. Okay. So, you know, look up what events are happening in your city or outside your city for that matter. Go on a girl's trip, go on a guy's trip, you know, get the fellas to go out, do a mix and mingle, a wind down Wednesday, you know, if that's your thing, but you have to start putting yourself in position to be found and to look right. No one's coming to your apartment. No one's coming to your condo. No one's coming to your town home. No one's coming to your house. Okay. No one's coming to the timeshare. You have to invite that. Okay. And the only way you're going to invite that kind of activity is that you go find it. Okay. Or put yourself in a position and a place to be found. I mean, sporting events, right? Automatically, you know, if you like Orlando magic basketball, go to Orlando magic game. Okay. There'll be a lot of people there, you know? So you never know who you'll bump into at a concession stand. I mean, it sounds kind of corny, 
but it makes sense, right? Or, you know, after parties downtown for the game, you like Orlando soccer or whoever kind of soccer. You like football. You know, you're into sports. Go to sporting events. People who like those kind of kinds of things, they go to those kind of things. If you like, if you're into like the arts and music and acting and drama and stuff like that, you know, look up a local play that's happening at the um, theater in in your community, okay? Um, Concerts, you know, that way you know that person likes the same type of music you like. If you're at the same music concert for the same set of artists, right? So that's good, you know? So what am I saying? You go to things so you can find people that are like-minded that and then you already have a, an established common ground so you have something to have conversation about that then can branch into other types of conversation okay so those are things or you know go to a, a paint painting painting with a twist you know a paint night out you know stuff like that you know or you want to just be old school and have a a friend refer you like hey do you have any single friends that are looking you know i'm i'm available i'm interested i i'm dateable right now i'm interested in meeting new people you know it kind of it may be kind of scary to do that because but don't ask all your friends because you know some of your friends crazy okay or maybe you that crazy friend um you know so that so that you don't just have them set you up with somebody whack but you know get with friends that were like, okay, do you have any, you know, professional people that are my arena? I'm having a little trouble meeting people, you know, let me know. I'll let your friend set you up on a blind date. You know, it's not sometimes it, it may not be love at first sight, but at least, you know what it's like interviewing for a job. You may interview with a lot of different companies until you find the right fit. So that's what dating is. It's not about accumulation. It's about elimination, right? Okay. I'm gonna say that again. Dating is not about accumulation. It's about, it's about elimination. You know, I think I I got that from Michael Bazin. So in the dating process, you're eliminating people by talking with them, spending time and see if you have any connection with them, you know, any chemistry with them. And so you're not collecting people because you're not trying to make a harem. You're trying to find your one. You're trying to find your person. So in order to do that, sometimes you just have to go on a lot of dates, a lot of meet and greets, you know, put yourself out there. Not that you've fallen in love with everybody you meet. No, you got to talk to them and you find those common grounds. All right. So let's review. All right. So I know I gave a lot of information, but I'm going to roll it back and rewind it back. So if you are ready for love, if you're truly ready for love, you have already done that healing process from your past, you know, got these wounds and stuff healed, you know, no, no, no oozing scars, none of that kind of stuff. You're like, you're completely healed. All right. Um, and when I say completely healed of the things that, you know, um, that, and those things that you have control of. Okay. Um, so then the second thing, you know, have you learned lessons from your past relationship mistakes, you know, and have you flipped those lessons, you know, those losses into wins so that you know what to do and what not to do. So you don't fall into that same situation. All right. And then thirdly, have you made room, you know, 
If you're ready for love, you made room in your time and your schedule, your heart, your mind, your finances, your spirit. Make room. Make room. Okay? And then uh, lastly, um, if you're truly ready for love, then you're actively looking for it or actively putting yourself out there, putting yourself in a position to be found. And if you cannot answer affirmatively, affirmatively to all of these four things, chances are you might not be ready for love just yet. And it's okay. You know, everything happens in seasons. Everything happens in timing. And what you do want to do if you want to be successful in love is do your personal work first. So guess what? When you are ready, you're going to walk into and find another ready person. And then with you all being ready together, you're going to be loving together. All right. So I hope you heal. I find the, I hope you find the love that you're looking for. And I hope that in all of this, that you'll be able to shine your light so bright that other lights that are just like you will find you as well. Okay. And until next time, thank you. Let's take a quick break and have a word from our sponsor. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Janine Unscripted Podcast as we discuss, are you ready for love? I hope this podcast added value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join us every week for the Janine Unscripted Podcast. This has been a production of Mac Media Moguls, LLC. Please consider sponsoring the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Your sponsorship will allow me to gift my children's books to young readers who are struggling to learn how to read. You can connect with me today on social media. You can reach me on Instagram at JUPodcast or at JMacSpeaks and also on my business page at Mac Media Moguls. My website is www.macmediamoguls.com and there you can purchase all of my books and subscribe so that you can keep in touch with me and find out everything I'm up to. You can see me on YouTube under Janine Unscripted. I thank you so much and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Have a good one.